Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Sometimes in the world of science, you don't find what you thought you were looking for, but you do find something you might like a whole lot better. Researchers at Swinburne's Center for Astrophysics and Supercommuting were looking for what's called dark matter deep in the bowels of Australia. And that's something that no one's ever done before, by the way. Found dark matter deep in their bowels. But anyway, the team deployed an experiment in a mine, something that basically takes an X-ray of the Earth. They didn't, though, find dark matter. What they did find was gold. Lots of gold. Now they just have to figure out a way to mine the stuff. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking that would be a yeah. much, much better than any dark matter you could possibly <laughs> find. Well, Cliff, yeah. I have got to start getting to bed much earlier. What time did you go to bed? Three nights in a row. Yeah. It's been after 10 o'clock. That you just can't function uh, in that state. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Look at how I'm dressed this morning. Because of yeah, my lack of sleep, that. <laughs> yeah, the outfit that I have on, yeah, and let's be honest, yeah, it looks like a four-age project that got totally out of hand. <laughs> Is that not right? Is this? You're pretty well right. How do you pick this out? Yeah, on purpose. Clearly, you were not yourself. <laughs> no, or maybe you were, and that's just who you are. <laughs> Well, if that's true, yeah, I'm slowly yeah. turning into a girl by the looks of my <laughs> outfit this morning. You won't be any prettier as a girl. No, I won't. <laughs> okay, before we get any further along in today's program, I want yeah. everybody to go to the restroom right now. I don't <laughs> care if you don't need to do it. I want you to try, please, so there's no interruptions. Cliff, what's happening at 7? <laughs> No, really. I don't want you coming and going. I want you to stay right here and not have to take a bathroom break later on. Later on. You do don't it. care if they go right now. Go right now. Because I'm going to do the news update. <laughs> I know. But go right now <laughs> and get that out of the way. You know, that means later, whatever you got coming up that you don't want people to miss, it has to be pretty damn good. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so the pressure is, you just put the pressure on yourself. I did, didn't I? Yeah. That was pretty stupid of yeah, you. Well done, my friend. Thank you. I looked ahead at what we've got coming up here on the Morning Road Show. Yeah. and What about it? Well, what I told you yeah. earlier, mm-hmm. right before the news break, Yeah. forget it. It's okay. <laughs> I overemphasized what was yeah. coming up. Okay. My mistake. Weed, here's a story that will undoubtedly make everyone want to grab a sleeping bag in a tent and head for the wilderness. A man named Russ Fee and his wife were camping in Banff National Park in Canada last week when they were awakened in their tent by a commotion at the campsite next to theirs. And what was going on inside that tent, as it turns out, was not camping fun at all. Fee told a newspaper that what he heard, well, after he heard was what he soon realized was a call of distress, people in trouble. He threw on his shoes, grabbed a flashlight, and ran over to see if he could help, and was met at the tent entrance by the rear end of a large wolf. 
the couple and their two sons in that tent had, in fact, heeded the warnings about leaving food where it would attract animals. They put everything away from, uh, from the tent and out of reach, but they were soon attacked by a large wolf anyway. That wolf appeared to be working to drag the father away by the leg for breakfast, and that's when Fee kicked it in the hip, a move that probably didn't do much damage, but in Fee's words was still something, quote, I immediately regretted doing. <laughs> the kick startled the wolf, causing it to turn loose with the man's leg, pull out of the tent, and turns towards the kicker. Then the now-injured man in the tent got out, and together they threw rocks at the wolf until it just went away. <laughs> I don't know if I would have done that or not. Oh. <laughs> you know, if yeah. that was you that woke up and went You're, over to the neighbor's tent. I mean, I'd go over there and see if I could help, but... That's a wolf! Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. Yeah. I'm going back to sleep. I might <laughs> I might zip, zip your tent back up and say, uh, good luck in there. <laughs> Bravery is not at the top of my list, I'm telling you. We don't usually talk about Miley Cyrus, but uh, yeah. she's in the news. We don't. She's in the news okay. prominently because her and her man are getting Oh, they're divorced. splitting up. I yes. did hear about that a couple of days ago. Yeah. You know, when I got yeah. to thinking about this, you know, she came out with the controversial video Wrecking Ball where yeah. she's riding around on an actual wrecking, wrecking ball, ball while she's singing. Yeah, and by the way, that's all she's wearing. That's it's it. It's a wrecking ball. That's it, yeah. yes. And then she got into the twerking and everybody was going crazy about that. Yeah, yeah. Now the divorce and all that. I kind of get the feeling that her entire career is just a giant con by Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Trying to make all of us forget about achy, breaky heart. You know, you, you're probably I think right. that's what yes. it is. It's, it's him pulling the strings in the background yeah. to divert our attention away from him and what he did to us. Pretty interesting today, Cliff, on our yeah. Facebook page. We yeah. and Cliff in the morning, the question is on there. Yeah. How much money can you spend without asking your spouse if it's okay or your significant other if it's okay? <laughs> and we okay. have run the gauntlet. Oh, really? Yes. All the way okay. to where my wife has a spy camera in my wallet and knows every time a dollar <laughs> bill is taken out. <laughs> to unlimited amounts of money. Right. As long as I pay the bills or we pay the bills, it doesn't yeah. matter. And then there's Mark. Okay, what did Mark say? This kind of blew my mind. Yeah. I once bought a car yeah. without saying a word or asking. Just went out and bought Just it. Just went out and bought a car. But I don't think, now here's yeah. Mark, I don't think yeah. I would actually buy a house without running it by her first. <laughs> a house? Yes. Okay. I can't imagine somebody yeah. in a relationship, Cliff, they went out and bought a house, and when their spouse comes home, yeah. you would greet them with, Guess what? We're moving because I went and bought a house. Can you imagine that conversation? Yeah, that that would not go well. <laughs> Unless you've got a palace somewhere yeah. that you bought, but yeah. still. It's a beach house. <laughs> and Mark is like, yeah. I've already bought a car without asking. And well, I don't think, I don't think I'd buy a house. But yeah. That leaves the possibility. <laughs> That Mark might buy a Mike, house. he could buy a house. Yes, he could. You know, Cliff, I wasn't even going to mention this, but now that you brought this up, yeah. this has been on my mind for some time, and I saw it again just 10 minutes ago. Okay. Outside our door. Okay. Jogging. Yeah. I see people jogging all the time. 
Yeah. I'm sure they're doing it for their health and trying to get in better shape and all of that. Yeah. But my question would be, mm-hmm. why is it that every jogger, including the one I saw 10 minutes ago, mm-hmm. why do you have to wear these tightest clothing known to mankind? You see, if I was going to jog, I would just wear, I'm not going to jog, but if I was, I was say, going to. That's kind of a, you know, oxymoron there. Yes, I'm not going to, but if yeah. I was, yeah. if a doctor like forced me at gunpoint to jog, yeah. I would wear like baggy old sweatpants and a shirt that said, you know, if found on the road, call 911. <laughs> not something skin tight. Right. It's like, I've seen you jogging. Yeah. Wind resistance is not going to be your problem. <laughs> You're barely moving. Right. But yet you have well, all these skin-tight outfits like the wind is going to hold you back from, you know, creating your best no, see, time. I think you probably missed it because you don't jog. You're not known for physical exertion. In fact, you're known for trying to avoid it at all costs. Yes. You're probably missing an, an entirely different concept of why people would wear something like that when they jog. All right, let's hear it. So if you're wearing a, say, baggy pair of gym shorts, yes, uh, there's going to be parts of you, as in your bare skin, that's going to rub together while you're jogging. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And that's going to cause chafing. <laughs> All those sweaty parts rubbing together is going to cause chafing. And so if you're wearing, um, you know, something tight, there's no chafing, thus making it more comfortable. Obviously, Cliff, you've yeah. never seen me actually jog. Because when it gets to the sweating part, yeah. that's when you stop. <laughs> and I don't I mean, move. There's still going to be chafing. I don't move fast yeah. enough for parts to be rubbing against each other. <laughs> you know what I'm well, saying? Like I, if I'm I've not, got parts so rubbing, mean, I'm stopping. <laughs> But whoever you saw out, would you, I guess there was somebody out back. Yes, they yeah. were. Yes. So if you, uh, if you, you know, if you're a, the guy, whoever it was that ran by. It was a, a man. It was a man. Yes. He didn't want his parts to rub together and chafe. He probably was going to sweat. He planned on sweating. And that's why you don't understand the whole process. I'm just saying, take it easy. <laughs> I mean, I could literally yeah. smoke a cigar yeah. and drink scotch mm-hmm. and walk beside him. And we'd be going about the same speed. <laughs> oh, is that kind of jogging? Well, and I'm not yeah. going to be sweating, right. trust me, while I'm walking. <laughs> We'd yesterday, we had a story you might remember about the president of Brazil who says to reduce pollution, we, sh- we all should poop only every other day. Now, the flip side of that coin, also dirtied by the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast. Everyone knows how Elvis died from a heart attack, and the popular theory was that it was caused by a drug overdose. There's also a side story that indicates his heart attack happened while he was sitting on the toilet, which has led health experts to look in to how pooping can kill you. There's actually a name for it. It's called defecation syncope, a fancy term for the loss of consciousness or fainting that can occur while pooping. Now, the breathing technique that we all instinctively use to force it out can compromise blood flow to your heart and brain. And if you're already afflicted with heart trouble, all that grunting if you're constipated can give you a heart attack. By the way, you can counter that by eating more fiber, which makes it easier to poop, and that means you'll poop more. Something that we heard yesterday is ruining the planet. In the end, we're all going to die anyway. Some of us will just be on the toilet when we do. 
I knew it. I knew you was going to go down that path. Couldn't be something about health and happiness. It well, has to be health and poo. <laughs> and a breathing technique a somehow breath- got in there. <laughs> well, just stop to think about it for a moment. No, I don't, don't you think do? It. I mean, everyone does that. Everyone does that. How do you know that? My dog does that. I can watch. Well, okay then. <laughs> Earlier this week, Cliff, yeah. didn't you have a story about... Yeah. Making vodka from the water at Chernobyl. Um, I don't know. Was it this week or maybe late last week? Okay. Someone has has a growing grain in the radiation zone of Chernobyl, and they're turning it into vodka. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about this a lot. Okay. If yeah. you're using the grain, which yeah. also uses the water from the rainfall that gets in the soil... Yeah. If you're drinking this stuff, yeah. knowing that everything around there is highly <laughs> radioactive, yeah. perhaps you must admit to yourself you may have a drinking problem. <laughs> like you know, if you go what... to the AA meeting right. and you tell them what you're drinking. Right, and, they'll, and they go, wait, isn't that stuff radioactive? <laughs> and you're like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're totally right. They may put you in the professional AA club. <laughs> You've got... <laughs> If there is such a thing. You got promoted to the big leagues. Yes. Right. I just can't understand why anybody... You've got called up. Yes. Why someone would want vodka made from radioactive grain. Even if it didn't hurt you. Even if they could prove that it wouldn't hurt you. If anything went wrong with you... Yeah. That's the first thing you're going to think of. The first thing you're going to think of. got radiation poisoning from all that vodka. If you get a cold. Yeah. Stump your toe in the (laughs) middle of the night on your furniture. I got radiation poisoning. I got radiation poisoning. From drinking all that vodka. Yes. (laughs) Well, the beauty of text messaging here at Country 98.1 is you get to tell us anything that you want to. And we get to read it. That's right. And sometimes people will tell us things on a text message that they wouldn't normally say to your face. That's exactly... I hope that's the case in <laughs> I'm, this I'm instance. hoping that's the case as well. <laughs> because you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, the one there that... that well, it was a, a, a comment on the story that I presented following the 8 o'clock news about being healthier and eating more fiber. Because you can make yourself dizzy and possibly get a heart attack if you try to poop too hard. And someone sent the text message in... Yeah. I've seen stars sometimes. Oh <laughs> Maybe you need to back off. Yeah, you, the, yeah, just ease up. There's some things yeah. we don't really need to know. <laughs> there is some things we don't need to know. Well, there's some good news. Good news. Good news from the world of medicine. Okay. There uh, supposedly, Cliff, yeah. is a new drug that they have out that will okay. cure irritable bowel syndrome. Ooh. Now, if you know people who have this, yeah. it is a horrible, horrible yes. thing to have. I've, um, in some research for some stories I may have presented in the past couple of days, I've run across some people discussing the effects of that. Yes. It's bad. And it's hard to detect, yeah. and if you have it, you right. have to be careful everything you do. Right. So this is a new drug. Yes. Okay. And it comes from mm-hmm. the pancreas of a bear. Really? Yes. That's an odd place. That is an odd so, place. So let me just see if I understand. It comes from the pancreas of a bear. Yes. Like a wild bear. That's right. They a catch wild a wild bear, take his pancreas, make this drug. No, are they going to like advertise it like on TV? You oh, know, because you see those ads on TV all the time. Oh, yes. Where they spend like about, I don't know, 67% of their allotted time for the commercial discussing the side effects. 
You know, side effects include blah, 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 blah. Bloating's always <laughs> That's there. That's right. So if you overdose on this drug, yeah, no. you think you'll have this urge to go out in the woods and take your crack. All right. Okay, yeah. I've brought up some good news, and you're taking us into the woods. Like a bear, because we all know that's what the bear does. Why do I try? <laughs> Pretty ingenious, Cliff. It's in the news, Keystone yeah. Light. Yeah. The beer, Keystone Light. Yes. They're holding a contest where they will pay mm-hmm. 13 people's rent for an entire year. Okay. What a great marketing idea that is. Think of the money <sighs> that you would save, Cliff, if you got selected to do this. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you could take that savings and go buy some actual beer. <laughs> I mean, some good stuff. You know no, what right. I'm saying? Yes, the kind that actually has flavor. Yes. I totally understand. Maybe that. not Budweiser, <laughs> as we heard in a text message earlier yeah, this morning. Yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> Early, and let's, since you brought it out, let's just say it. Okay. Someone said, was it, it was a doctor, right? Yeah, I think it's what yeah, he went by. He, he basically uh, prescribed us a 12-pack of Budweiser to cure our constipation. That's what he said, <laughs> yes. In retrospect, looking back at yesterday's program, mm-hmm. this is the take it to the bank that we should have done instead of dirty sheets on your bed. <laughs> and today, Cliff, yeah. we're going to try this one. Yeah. Because I believe yeah. when most of us think of the assassination of President Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. We tend to forget that there were a lot of witnesses to this event. Well, it was in a theater. There was a play going on at the time. And it was packed. Yes. And so I know I don't really think about... Yeah, I never really pe- thought about that. ...the people that actually saw what was going You're on. You're right. And one of those mm-hmm. witnesses told that story of what he saw yeah. very publicly. <clears throat> really? And I mean very publicly. Really? And he did not use newspapers to do it. Okay. It'll freak you out when you hear it. Well, yeah. But you know it's true. Well, yeah. Because it's Take It to the Bank. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. All right. All and right. when you think about it, yeah. 1865 was a long, long time ago. Yeah. A long time ago. But Samuel Seymour was at Ford's Theater in April of 1865. Okay. He didn't actually see the president get shot, mm-hmm. but he did watch the president slump over in his chair. Okay. And a man jump from the balcony onto the stage, hurt yeah. his leg, and run out the door. Okay. Now, I say all of this, Cliff. Yes. Because Samuel was interviewed mm-hmm. about what he saw at Ford's Theater in 1956 on TV. 1956? Yes. That he, was like 90 years later? He was on the show, I've Got a Secret, okay. and he was 96 years old, and that's what his secret was, that he was the last survivor of witnesses to the assassination of President Abraham Lincoln. Wow. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? That's and amazing. died like three months after the show. Huh. He saw it all, Cliff. Interesting. And all of that you can take to the bank. A little better than bed sheets now, wasn't it? Especially when those bed sheets are all crusty. I don't want to pat myself too much on the back here, but yeah. I'm going to just a touch. Yeah. Uh, don't try not... I'm surprised you can reach that. Well, I can, <laughs> yes. 
But if you'll take a look yeah. at that text message that came yeah. in, what higher praise could you have for the award-winning Take It to the Bank yeah. than that comment right there? That one, well, because, and it relates to something you said very early this morning. Right off the bat. You, you told people to go to the bathroom now because the rest of the show was going to be worth hanging around for. You didn't want to miss a moment. And then and, that text comes in. Yeah, right there, and it says, it was worth going to the bathroom right off the bat. <laughs> I should point out that the person who texted that yes. is the same person who texted in earlier and said they've, ste- they've seen stars while sitting on the toilet bearing down trying to take a poop. Okay, yeah, well, <laughs> you, don't, I'm just saying. you don't have to say everything that's texted in. Well, you wanted to point it out. I want to show the whole conversation. That's what Cliff anything said today. Phrases of the day start with number three. A giant con by Billy Ray Cyrus. Number two. If I've got parts sweating... I'm stopping. That's right. <laughs> Which could relate to the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, how pooping can kill you. <laughs> that didn't have to be number one, did it? Actually, it was number two. <laughs> <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.